We want to look at some scripture here out of the sixth chapter, John chapter six. And I want to start reading, I believe, in verse 31. Is that what's up there? In verse 31. And I want you to listen. And I know there's no way I can preach all this this morning, but I believe we can get enough of it to get the point. It said, Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Amen. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. Verse 37, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Amen. What did I just read there, what Jesus said? He said, anybody that comes to me, he said, I won't cast out. I was one of them used to, Brother Dean, that would say, I've done too much to get saved. I'll get back to that here just in a minute. But For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he hath given me I should not lose anything. I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. Now remember verse 39. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one of which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this the son Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he said, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. That would preach. Verse 44, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me. Draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of, since he is of God, he, he has seen the Father. Verily, verily, 
or truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Verse 49, your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, and they are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm telling you what, they just bumped all over me here. Just read. This is the bread which can't cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Verse, I'm trying to quit reading here. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for the beautiful song this morning. We thank you for the beautiful Sunday school hour. We thank you, God, for each and everything here, God, that we've said and done this morning. Father, I'm glad to be in your house this morning. I believe this people is glad to be here this morning or they wouldn't be here. Father, we just thank you this morning for each and every one. We thank you for them, Lord, that's not able to be here, that may be watching on Facebook. We thank you for those, Lord, that could be here but chose to not come, but they're watching on Facebook also. We pray, God, for everyone that hears the sound of the Lord's voice this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to back up here. Now, there's a lot of people just don't understand, as there's a lot of people back in Jesus' day that didn't understand. Now, Jesus, if you notice here, and I want to outline a little something here. Jesus, he was not talking really about the bread as we think of bread, he was not thinking about the bread that Scotty and Christy and maybe some of the others delivers from store to store. It's good. It's good. He's not really talking about that kind of bread. If you notice, the people... When Moses, God said to Moses, go down and tell Pharaoh to let my children out. I want to throw this in so we can get a picture. And they, after Moses went down and finally after a struggle, they got out of Egypt, out of bondage. But what did they do before they got out of the land of Egypt? They began to murmur. They began to murmur. What did they do on their journey? They began to murmur. It didn't matter what God done for them. It didn't matter what God supplied for them. They still murmur. Do we have any murmurs today in the world? They'll murmur about this and murmur about that. Well, let me tell you something. They murmured, but God supplied their every need. And if you listen and you know what I read there, 
just a little bit ago there, it said God fed them manna from heaven. But he also went ahead and he said, but that manna, that manna that came down from heaven, they ate it. It didn't kill them, but still they died. Now you can eat all the bread that God in them delivers down here at these stores. You can go down here and buy all the bread you want to, and you're going to eat it, but you're going to have to, one of these days, uh, that bread, it may satisfy you for the time being. I'm talking about the spiritual, uh, the physical food here. It may satisfy you for a little bit. Amen. But it, one day, one day, that spiritual, that physical food, you're going to die. No matter how much you do, you're going to die. But here, Jesus said, I'm offering you the spiritual food. And he said, if you eat of my flesh, which was talking about, he wasn't talking about eating your flesh. He was talking about that bread. He said, I am the bread of life. And the reason he said that is because his bread uh, represents, uh, amen, the word of God. Amen. Amen. He said, if you will eat of it, uh, he said, you will never hunger and you'll never thirst. Amen. And he also said, Brother Mark, he said, and if you'll eat this bread and drink this blood, he said, you will never die. How many times did I read that here in these verses here in verse 39 and 40 and 44 uh, and and verse 54? You probably couldn't, didn't catch what I read in them four verses. But four times he said these words uh, and you know, uh, and so that tells me these were important uh, words uh, of all the message that Jesus was teaching there, uh, and it is the message, the phone, uh, the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, main reason that I want to look at the bread. That's when Jesus said, "I am the bread of life." Uh, I want you to know that is very important. That's the most important uh, part, I think, of this scripture here and the verses I read. Let me read it again and see if you catch it. Uh, in verse 39, and Jesus said, uh, this, said, and this is the Father, uh, which Father's will, which has sent me, uh, that of all which he hath given me, uh, I should not lose uh, nothing, uh, but should raise it up uh, when in the last day. Uh, I'll raise it up in the last day. Uh, Jesus said all that my Father has said to me. He said, I'm not going to lose any of them. Uh, My friends, let me tell you something. Uh, If you're here this morning and you're saved, uh, you ought to be a shouting, hey man, hallelujah, hey man. Uh, Because he has given you uh, himself uh, as a living bread, hey man. Uh, You can eat all you want uh, of the word of God, hey man. What stirs you the most, uh, the word that stirs me the most uh, is the word of God right here. Uh, Hey man, I don't have to be in church uh, to get stirred. Uh, Brother Mark, when I start reading the Word of God uh, and I started reading this, uh, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I got to reading about the bread of life, uh, and I'm going to tell you who the bread of life was uh, and what satisfaction uh, 
we come, you can eat the bread, and you can eat beans and taters, you can eat everything, uh, but in a little while, uh, you're going to be hungry again. Amen? Uh, you're going to be hungry again, uh, and that's the way it'll be till the day that we die. Uh, but just eating all this food uh, is not going to be good enough to eat you to get you to heaven. Uh, but my friend, it does not satisfy uh, for very long that we've got to have more. Uh, but Jesus said, uh, if you'll eat this bread and drink this blood, uh, he said, you will never hunger uh, and you will never thirst. Amen. Woo, glory. He said, "For and this is the Father's. Let me read verse 38. It said, for I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but to do the will who? Of him that sent me. Do you think Jesus really wanted to come down knowing what he was going to go through? But let me tell you something this morning. Let me ask you something this morning. When you came to church this morning, why did you come? Why did you come to church this morning? Because somebody told you, somebody made you. Why did you come this morning to worship and to be fed? To be fed. But when we go to church, we need to remember what verse 39 said. And this is the Father's will which has sent me. Why am I here, John, this morning? Why am I standing here uh, passing out the bread, uh, amen, this morning? Because we get hungry. I get hungry. When I go without, when I go without the Word of God for two or three days, I, don't try, I try not to do that. But I get hungry for the Word. I get hungry for the Word. Why? Because Jesus said there is life in the Word. Why? Because He is the Word. He is the life. Amen? And so, but I come here because I know that it is the Father's will for me to be here. How many believe you're here this morning because it's God's will that you came here this morning? It's a Father's will. He said, search the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life, but it's them that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Everything we do, we need to ask the Father for his will. If we just do things without the Father, then we're going to mess up. I don't care what I go to do or where I go. I first pray, not because somebody wants me to, but I pray, God, is this your will and not mine or not somebody else's will? Because if I'm doing it out of the will of God, then there's nothing going to happen. So he said, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will. Now he went and Jesus went and said, Now he said, This is the Father's will uh, which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, uh, but should raise it up again at the last day. Amen. So Jesus' will was to come down here. His will, when he got here, was to do the Father's will. And that ought to be your and my attitude this morning. We ought to want to do the will of God this morning. 
Amen? And if we do the God, will of God this morning, I'm going to tell you, we're going to live a happy Christian life. I don't care how many storms come and how many storms go, uh, we are going to live a happy life. I'm not going to say, oh, you ain't going to get sick and you ain't going to get down and you ain't going to do this. But I don't care, and I've been at the point of death a few times, but still down deep in my heart, uh, hey, man, I had a good feeling, Brother Lloyd, uh, that I was going to be a winner either way. Uh, if God took me out or if God left me, uh, as Paul said, uh, I thought about it, uh, and I said, God, when I thought I was dying a few times, I said, God, you either take me or you either heal me. Uh, which, which one do you want to do? God said, I ain't done with you yet. You're going through this suffering because it's the Father's will that you go through it, uh, and you better listen and you'll learn from it how to help others when they're going through it. And it was God's will that I'm still here this morning. Amen. It was God's will uh, back when I was everything but a Christian. Uh, uh, Brother Mike, you know God could have just snapped his finger and that had been all of me. And I'd have been lost and in a burning hell this morning. But God, let me tell you something. You may be here this morning and you may be as I once was. As Brother Ronnie sung that song, I, I thought I was a mighty big man. I thought I didn't need nobody. Amen. Not nobody. Amen. Well, boy, let me tell you, I learned one day that I just wasn't going to make it out of this world alive on, without doing something. And just like the prodigal son he was talking about, I went down the road, <laughs> and just like he did, and just like old Jonah did, uh, he run out of real estate and nothing to do, uh, no place to go, and he found himself uh, in a filthy hog pen. Hey, man, uh, I might not have been in a hog pen, uh, but I was down there just as much filthy as a hog pen was. Uh, hey, man, but praise God, uh, just as that young man, Tony, uh, the Bible says, sat there uh, one day and he came to himself. Uh, one day this old boy, uh, I sat there, uh, and I want to tell you I got to thinking, uh, and things looked a lot better at home. Well, uh, I had a good cook meal uh, and a good bed to sleep in uh, and a good wife and a good family uh, and good people that was praying for me. Uh, and I came to my senses, uh, and I thought I've got a lot more at home uh, than what I've got here. Uh, and I made my way back home, hey man. Uh, and I want to tell you, uh, I learned a lesson that day. Uh, Finally, after so many years, uh, that everything is better at home uh, than what the world has to offer. Uh, and when Jesus came in uh, to my life one day uh, out there, uh, and I was lost, and I was sin sick, uh, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I began to say, Lord, uh, and cry out to God, uh, God, if there's a God in heaven, uh, please hear me, uh, please forgive me, uh, please help me. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, I heard a voice, uh, just like old Paul did. Uh, I said, I heard a voice uh, uh, that day, uh, and it said, I hear you, son. Uh, he said, you're forgiven. Uh, get up now uh, and follow me, uh, and I'll make you uh, a fish of the man. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm still following him. I'm still fishing for men and women uh, on behalf uh, of the King of Kings. Uh, and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 
I'm glad it's this morning instead of yesterday morning at breakfast. <laughs> I got so sick. So sick. After I got home, Tony called out and checked on me. Off to go get us something to eat and everything. But through the prayers, I got the feeling better. Went to bed last night, and I was still weak, and I don't know what come over me, I don't know what happened. But I sat there yesterday evening late, and I picked up a Bible, and I began to read, and I could have went to four or five other sermons, but when I came to this, and this is what God said today, and I want to do the will of the Father, which is in heaven. I don't want to do my will, but I want to do God's will this morning. And I got up this morning, still not feeling real good, but I started getting ready for church, and the longer it went, the more excited I got. There ain't nobody out here this morning or nobody in this building uh, gets any more excited about going to God's house on Sunday morning uh, than what I do. You might say, well, I don't know about that. I get pretty excited. Well, I'm glad you do. I said, nobody gets no more excited. You might get as excited as I. If everybody got excited as me and some of the rest of you did, uh, when we come into the house of God, I wouldn't have to preach sometimes. Amen. Uh, we'd just shout the day out. Amen. Sometimes we'll get stagnated. You say, what in the world kind of word's that? It just, just dried up. Dried up. You know why that is? Because you've not been eating from the bread uh, of life during the week, amen. Uh, if you don't pick it up uh, and you don't read it uh, and you don't study it uh, and you don't put it, let it go in here all the way down here, uh, then you're going to get hungry. Uh, you ain't going to have the will. You're just going to go do things just because you're used to doing them, amen. But you're not going to enjoy them. Uh, when I go to church, Brother Mike, when I get up and I take me a chair uh, and I put on some of my best that I've got, uh, you say, this is the best you got. I don't care whether you like it or not. I feel good in it. I didn't come to see what you was wearing. I can look at you and tell, you know, from outside what you look like. But let me tell you, sometimes, sometimes uh, we can sit back and see what things look like inside uh, from the outside. Hey, man. The outside is, ain't going to get you to heaven, but the inside will get you there. But we've got to, we've got to, there's a lot of people, I bet you don't, I'll bet they don't, I'm talking about Christians, don't pick up the Word of God and read it all week long. They just count on coming to church on Sunday morning and hearing somebody else do it. I want to read it for myself. I don't want somebody else's blessings. I want my own blessings. Amen. And the only way I can get them is doing the will of God this morning. Are you eating from the bread this morning? All right. And then in verse, verse 44, no man can come to me. Now, if you're people, I had a preacher, supposed to be a preacher here some time ago, told me he was talking to this young man. And he said, this preacher said, Brother Al, he said this guy was telling me that you couldn't be saved without the Spirit drawing you. He said, that's crazy. He said, I told him, well, the Spirit didn't have nothing to do about it. You can just get saved anytime you want to. He said, ain't that right? I said, no, you're never further wrong than being right right there. I'll tell these preachers, you know, think they know everything. I said, the Bible says without the Spirit, you're none of His. Right. What did I just read here to you? 
No man can come to me. Jesus said, no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me. Do what? Draw him. Draw him and then I will do what? Raise him up at the last day. Didn't I just read that up in verse 39? Or verse 40? Verse 39 and verse 40. He said, and I will raise him up in the last day. He said in 45, he said, it is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh to me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God, he hath seen the Father. That's talking about God's Son. He's always been with Jesus. God's always been with God. I know he came in the flesh, and I know some people are hard to understand it. He came in the flesh from heaven, was born of a virgin Mary. A lot of people don't believe in the virgin birth. I, how many believe in it here this morning? If you don't believe in it, you're not saved. Amen. And so, Jesus said, no man has seen the Father at any time, save he which is of God. He has seen the Father. Now, I know I've never seen the Father. Has anybody ever seen God? I've never seen Jesus Christ. Has anybody ever seen him? Well, how do we know that there is a Father? How do we know that there is a Son? By faith and by what? By grace and by what? By the Spirit. By the Spirit. How many of you know what the Spirit is? It's the Spirit of Christ. It's the Spirit. What convicts us of our sin? Yes, a lot of times it's by the preaching of the Word of God. Amen. It may be through the singing. It may be through the preaching. Uh, it may be different ways. Uh, but when God wants you, uh, and He wants everybody in here this morning, amen. amen. But the, the Spirit, He will send His Spirit down, uh, and He will start. And you know what I'm talking about. If you're a sinner, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'm going to tell you. And you'll feel a guilt start right in here if you're a sinner. And you'll feel the guilt. That is con called conviction. And it will stay with you. It'll stay with you until you turn it over to God or except you, except when you just tell God you don't want it. You think God pushes himself on you this morning? You're crazy. It's free will. I done it because of free will this morning. I go to church because of free will this morning. The way I do things, the way I live things, brother, it's because I have the Spirit of God. And if you're saved, you've got the Spirit of God. And we can't say, well, I didn't know this was wrong or I didn't know that was wrong. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, you align to yourself when you say, uh, when you do something, it's not sin if you're not convicted of it. Hey, man. I have people come to me sometime and they say, Brother Ruff, you think it's all right if I do this or do that, or if I go here or I go there? You think it's all right if I go this place? You know what I do? I say, well, I don't know. Have you asked God yet? If you ain't asked God, ask God whether it's all right to go or not. How many of us has done things when God said, no, it's not all right? How many of you going to be honest this morning? How many of us felt guilty when we did? <laughs> Guilt will make you shame, won't it? 
But aren't you glad for the Holy Spirit that convicts us of these things? Amen. Amen. I'm glad that it does. I'm glad that I know the Spirit. I'm glad that I know. I've never seen, no, I've never seen Jesus Christ. How do I know he lived? Because the Bible says he lived within us. He told John 15, we will, he said, he said, we will come and abide in you, and you will abide in us. And he said, we will be your father, and you will be our sons and daughters. Amen. How many are glad you're a child of the king this morning? I thought of that when Tony was teaching that this morning, how many times I preached it, and I went different ways with it, and I've heard other preachers do it, and different ways, and if I ever preach it again, it'll probably be different than I've ever preached it before. That's what this word of God is about, hey man. I've heard people say, well, I've heard that preached before. Well, was that an excuse not to preach it again? Maybe everybody didn't hear it. If God lays it on my heart to preach, and I preach something on Sunday morning, and God lays it on my heart, and he shows me something in another different way, all pertaining to the final decision of things, I'd preach it again. Amen. Amen. But what about it this morning, friend? What about it? He said, I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the, this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Boy, I love that word, not die. People say, well, everybody dies. No, this old flesh is going to lay down one of these days and go back to the dust. But the Bible says when the last, Bible says when the last breath goes out of these bodies, it returns to God who gave it. And you know what else it says? It said these old bodies are going back to the dust of the earth, just as Adam did from what the dust came from, so he'll return to the dust of the earth. But thanks be unto God, he said, one of these days, hallelujah, one of these days, he said, there's going to be a resurrection. And he said, these spirits are going to take on a brand new body, one without sin, one without decay, one that cancer can't kill, heart attacks can't have nothing to do, going to be a perfect body. You'll never have a pain in that body and you'll, again in your life. You're going to have a brand new body. And the Bible said that all we will be able to do it's just sit around the throne and worship Jesus Christ, the one that made it all. 